Hi, everyone. This is Andrea Freed, and welcome to LunaCast. I'm thrilled to have had the opportunity to speak with our president, Kellen Fowler, as our first guest. Let's dive in. Welcome to LunaCast. This is the place to hear all about our mission of bringing vision to the people. Hi, Kellen. Welcome to LunaCast. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today as our first ever guest. How are you feeling about becoming a podcast star? I am super excited about it. What is a day-to-day? What, tell us a little bit about your day-to-day responsibilities as our president. Yeah, a, a lot of my job is trying to help create visibility across different groups and understand how the pieces that are working within Luna come together. And so a lot of my time is actually spent in one-on-ones or like kind of team lead related meetings where I'm getting context from people, understanding the challenges that they're facing, trying to break down barriers uh, for them that are holding them back from being able to get done what they need to get done. And so often um, my weeks feel tapered a little bit. So because the Israel work week is Sunday through Thursday, by the time I get in Monday morning, uh, usually I start out the week with a one-on-one with Ofer and, and Nareet, and they already have a bunch of things that they're working on that are in flight. And so we're picking those up, trying to make progress. I have a bunch of other one-on-ones on Mondays. On Tuesdays is where I have most of my leadership responsibilities as part of the 1-800-CONTACTS executive team kick in. So Tuesday mornings, I'll be giving an update to the broader executive team on how Luna is doing, challenges that we're facing, plans for the coming week, and then picking up some other one-on-ones. Then my week kind of tapers down towards Friday. And on Fridays, I try to keep my, my calendar relatively clear going in. And that's where I end up having all of the things that I need to do that I've learned about through the week that now need to get done. I'll try and get those checked off on a Thursday or a Friday. But it's, it's mostly... Um, in some ways, my job feels a little bit weird. I don't really get to do a lot anymore. It's mostly coordinating with the people who are actually doing the work and making sure that it's all lined up and we're focused on the right things and everybody's pulling in the same direction. Captain of the ship. Trying to be. Captain of the ship. Who are the people that you communicate with the most during your day? My most common interactions are probably with are functional heads and those are typically the people who report to me directly so we'd be talking about Ofer and Narit, Zach and Holus and uh, Florabel a lot. Florabel and I spend a lot of time together talking about uh, HR and people issues around the globe. Those are the people that I have a lot of interactions with uh, and, and I'm probably most involved, but I try to keep a fair amount of my calendar open to dive in on specific areas where it's not just me coordinating with the leadership, but being able to actually get into tactical meetings where we're talking about a regulatory issue or we're meeting with our FDA consultants or other things like that. And then also to be able to spend some time uh, on calls with our revenue team, either with clients or strategizing about how we're going to be working with clients to try and close deals and move things forward. So that's that's probably who I uh, interact with most of those, those leads, but um, definitely want to have an open door policy and, and able to, to interact with as many people around the business as I can. Because for me, I have to try and understand what's going on well enough to see around corners and be able to knock down problems, preferably before they become big problems. But, uh, you know, if they have started to be issues to be able to take those down. And I can't always do that if I don't have good connections with people. And if the listeners take nothing else from this, I hope they would take away a sense that I want to be accessible and that they can always reach out to me. And if there's something that they're struggling with uh, that I can help with, 
I can't help if I don't know. And so please always feel free to reach out and, and we'll see what we can do to make things work smoothly. Let's uh, switch it up just a little bit. We want to know, did you have a nickname in high school? Not really. My name is unique enough that uh, it didn't like, you don't get a lot of spinoffs of, of Kellen. I, I did probably the one that I would get most from some of my friends was Flower Power, just because, <laughs> you know, play on my last name of Fowler. But that's, that was like a couple buddies that were really close would call me that and not a lot of other people. Wait, yeah. so Kellen, Flower Power, Fowler? They would just call me Flower Power. Okay. Like, like if we were out, out somewhere... And, and you heard someone say, flower power, I know they were talking to me. And do people call you Kevin? I get called Kevin and Kelly and Ken and probably everything else, or Mrs. Fowler. <laughs> uh, in the U.S., Kellen is still not that common of a name. And so, um, yeah, I, I get all kinds of things. What do you like to do in your free time, Kevin? <laughs> I, I probably... My top priority is spending time with family. I have four kids, Madison, who's nine years old, Claire, who's six, Kate, who's four, and then Tanner, the, the little boy, who's one and a half, and my wife, Sarah. With little kids like that, I end up doing all kinds of little kid things. We go to the park, and we uh, go jump on the trampoline, and we go ride bikes. Uh, because we live in Utah, we like to ski, and so we take our kids up skiing. Tanner, he's not big enough yet, but even Kate, the four-year-old, she gets up on skis, so we, we try to be active, we hike and we do things like that. Uh, when I'm not doing things with the family, most of my hobbies are around exercise and fitness. So I like to play basketball, I like to go hiking, I like to go jogging, I like to lift weights. I played football at, in university and you can't really play football. It's such an organized sport, American football, that I can't go play pickup football, right. but you know, occasionally we'll go throw a ball around or something like that. So those, those are things that I really enjoy. Nice. And do you ever mix up your Kate with Revenue Kate and talk to your daughter about uh, future revenues of Luna? It, it, it is fun when Kate comes in and, I, and she, my office, I work from home most of the time because my team's not in Utah anyway. And so I work down in the basement of our home and uh, Kate will come down when I'm on the phone with Kate. It's like, hey Kate, come say hi to Kate and she'll, <laughs> she'll come wave. Uh, but it, it is interesting. I, I I don't get them mixed up because they're not very similar, <laughs> but I do feel like I have a lot of Kates in a my life. A lot of Kates in your life. Okay. Um, Kellen, what's the thing that you're most passionate about in your role? I really love the ability to try and solve complicated problems and see progress and success. And so I am really passionate about helping unlock the potential of this business and the people in this business. And there's we have so much opportunity all around us. We've talked uh, you know, in different presentations about the size of the market and the way that we're positioning the market and what we can do. And admittedly right now, we're pushing through challenges every single day and we're trying to unlock the growth that we know we can have. And I, I enjoy the struggle, even though sometimes it's frustrating to go through the struggle. I enjoy the struggle and I look forward to the chance to really see this business take off and start to reach that potential. And so um, I get passionate about that opportunity. And, and when I when I combine that with the idea that this is a business where we can do very well commercially, we can build a really valuable business that has a strong return to shareholders, and in the process, do it using technologies that are going to unlock access to vision care for millions or billions of people around the world who don't have it today, it really hits that unique sweet spot of doing good while doing well. And that, that really resonates with me. What's your favorite thing to eat for lunch? Mm, 
I'm like a simple lunch guy, and I don't know if this is a common food in Israel, but I, I make a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because it's something I can do really quick. And my wife makes uh, homemade jam during the summer nice. with raspberries. We have a peach tree in our backyard, so raspberry and peach homemade jam. Put a little bit of that on with peanut butter and some potato chips, and, and it's something I can make mindlessly in five minutes. And, and then, you can have the same and, lunch and as enjoy. the kids, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Peach I'm, I'm, I'm jam often, and peanut butter. I don't. That's interesting. I'm often making one for me and one for Tanner if he's if he's there at the house when I'm working from home. There you go. What advice would you give to your newest employee, and what advice would you give to your most senior employee? I think I don't know that I would separate the two. Um, and probably the biggest advice that I would give is not to hold back. Like for everyone who's here is here for a reason. Everyone who's on this team is on this team because we believe that they bring a talent and an, a unique perspective that's going to make us better. And so if, if someone, particularly for that newest employee, if they're sitting in the room saying, I have an idea, but I don't know, these, these guys have been, they've been working on this for a long time. This team's a lot smarter than me. Like that doesn't matter. There, there shouldn't be a hierarchy here in seniority. It should be about ideas are what's most important. And I am, I am very much a believer that people have good ideas and teams can take those good ideas and make them great by iterating and working on them together. And so I, I want people to feel very empowered to speak up, whether it's about a particular business issue or a company culture issue, it doesn't matter. I want them to speak up and share their perspective because we value all those perspectives. We want to be able to take that into account in our decision making. And I think for the senior employees, it's probably the same that just keep learning, keep pushing the boundaries and, and never lose that ability to have an opinion, but also be open to the opinions of the people that are around you. I, I don't want our senior employees saying, well, I know what I'm doing and you're brand new. You don't. I want them. I want us all to feel like the feedback and the contribution that we get from the team is provided in the best possible motive, that we're all trying to accomplish the same thing, which is to grow a fantastic, successful business, so that we're not offended if somebody asks us a question or somebody feels differently about something than we do. We take that input as valuable in helping shape our perspective. And uh, a term that I've heard for that is we should have strong opinions loosely held. I don't want our team to be super influenceable or not feel strongly about the things that they feel strongly about. However, I don't want us to be stubborn and obstinate where we think that we know the right answer. I want us to say, yeah, I have a strong, I've, I've thought through this really hard and I think this is the right thing to do and I'm going to stand behind my opinion. However, I'm totally open for anybody to come and ask me about that opinion, give me their alternate perspectives and to kind of challenge that opinion in ways that help me think about it through a new light and actually, hopefully, refine what my original thinking was to be something that's even better, that's that's better than where either of us would have started together. And so I want a team that has strong opinions loosely held from the very first day till infinity and beyond. If I were to become president in the future, what skills or expertise would you recommend for me to get in order to do a, a good job? Well, it's funny you ask, because I feel like I'm asking myself that same question right now. This is a new role for me. I've never done this before. And I, you know, I, I want to be, uh, hopefully, come across the team as somebody who's very earnest and trying to do a good job and really focused on trying to be what we need in terms of leadership for this business. But I don't, I don't think that I'm the kind of person you can look to and say, oh, yeah, he knows exactly how to do this. He's done it before. Um, so, so far, it feels to me like there are a few things that, that I 
that I need to be doing. Some which I'm probably doing okay and others which I have big, big opportunities to improve. One is I think we need to be able to be decisive. My natural inclination, admittedly, just being transparent, is to want to take a lot of time to think things through and make sure that I'm making a really good decision and not, not making a mistake on something. There are times in this business where we just need a decision and multiple decisions are probably fine and we don't need to overthink it. And so an ability to be decisive and stand behind those decisive decisions is something that I'm working on developing myself and something that I think is important for a leader in this business. The, the other one that I would say is just a, a real empathy for the different perspectives and, and a willingness to try to understand where people are coming from in a way that builds strong relationships. I hope that the people in our business feel like they can trust me because I genuinely care about them and their perspective and not just the value that they bring to us as a company, but them as an individual and as a person. And because we have that kind of baseline understanding and respect that then we can work really uh, we can work hard together and we can work through tough problems and we can disagree, but we can always do that with a fundamental understanding that we support each other and, and want to be there for each other and want to see the ultimate success of the company. So that ability to have empathy and connect with people and uh, just build trust across individual relationships, but also across the company is something that I also feel like is really important that I'm trying to do, uh, trying to focus on for my own job. What, what would be your dream retirement plan, Kellen? Um, that is a good question. So I will say at one point, my wife and I love to travel and we have relatively big family for us standards with four kids. And we thought it would be awesome to do a family travel show and travel around and have a camera crew come and share all the tips and tricks about how you can travel with a family and have fun and when we go on vacation, sometimes people look at us like we're crazy because with little kids, we've got strollers and car seats yeah. and all kinds of stuff. It feels like quite the production, but being able to help other families understand what's possible and have great adventures that build connection and love and bonding in the family and also build confidence in, in the kids and give them a chance to see the world, not just from the perspective that they see day in and day out in their local community, but to, to become kind of global international citizens who understand that the world is quite different than the way they live every day and, and to have respect and for people from all different kinds of places. I would love to be able to model that in a, in a family travel show. So maybe that's a retirement plan. I don't know. By that time, by the time I reach retirement, my kids won't be little anymore and maybe we won't be able to pull it off. But that's something that Sarah and I always dreamed of being able to do together. Amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today on LunaCast. We want to thank all of our listeners, and we will be back before you know it with another edition of LunaCast and the place where you can hear all about our mission of bringing vision to the people. So thanks again, Kellen, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. It's been great.